everyone. This is Steve McCormick, digital journalist and MSP community manager at Tublog, the hub for MSPs. And joining me for another Tub uh, travel log is our content strategist, Pascal Fintoni. How are you, Pascal? Oh, I'm good. Thank you very much for the invitation. And, you know, I love those bonus episodes. You know, they're always great fun. And I believe Richard and the guests are about to join us in, in a moment. Wonderful. Richard, are you with us? Hello there. Greetings uh, from Las Vegas. <laughs> and who have you got with you, Richard? Um, who is I'm joined today by uh, James Steele from Akamai Linode. Now, James and I have been friends in the channel for an awful long time, and uh, many, many of uh, listeners and viewers of our stuff will know that James is killing it on YouTube at the moment with his awesome <laughs> videos and that. So, uh, thanks for joining us, James. Thank you. You're too kind. The only issue we have is that right now Vegas is killing me. <laughs> so. Uh... <laughs> Well, but, it's, but I'm loving every minute of it. And it's, we uh, are feeling frazzled. There's yeah. no two ways about that. And not for the reasons you might be thinking. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we have a few questions for you in a moment that we can find out. But let, let's get into this. So so what are you both and many others doing in Las Vegas? Yeah, so we're in Vegas. We're at the uh, beautiful Venetian Hotel, which is a sprawling complex. I mean, you can't underestimate. There's, there's no equivalent for the, for the UK. I would say, um, you know, Las Vegas as a whole is like big and bold and uh, brash, but the Venetian itself is absolutely huge. But we're here for CompTIA Channel Con. Uh, so many listeners will know that CompTIA is like a trade association uh, for the IT industry. And uh, Stephen, I know you're a big part of the CompTIA community in the UK. You know, I served as the first chairman of the community many, many years ago, but it has grown and grown and grown and uh, come to a global organization. So we've got people from all over the world joining us today. Uh, the, the great and the good from the managed service industry and uh, me and James. And uh, yeah, CompTIA's also got a big education arm. So lots of people might be familiar with CompTIA primarily from their like certification program. They've got the A plus and the network plus. And so lots of people getting into the IT industry uh, do this thing so there's a there's also a lot of universities and colleges from the us and around the world here as well so it is huge isn't it james there's a lot going on absolutely i mean well this is the flagship event right for comptier i mean this is this is the big one but and it's it's unlike any other uh, event i've i've certainly attended in the in the sort of the, the community field i mean I, I don't know if you feel the same but we, yeah obviously whenever we do these things you know every anyone who's organizing an event will always say there's an opportunity to network with peers and what have you and this it really is the case here i think even the vendors will openly admit you know obviously we're here to have a presence and we will do the booth thing but actually in terms of networking it's absolutely fantastic i did this yeah. last year in chicago and was absolutely blown away you know, it's so nice to connect with so many us uh, so much so many of our us friends um but this year i mean we've also got the the brick contingent come over so we've kind of yeah. <laughs> it's been a mass invasion too so uh <laughs> So it's, yeah, it's fantastic. Really, really well attended. To give you an idea, when I said we were we are frazzled, obviously there's great parties and stuff going on. I will hold our hands up to that. We had a, a brilliant poolside party last night, didn't we? It's, uh, Spectacular. With some uh, singing and dancing going on mm -hmm. uh, with fireworks and all the rest of it. But to give you an idea why we're frazzled, like the, the event starts at eight in the morning, uh, goes on until sort of five, six p.m. Then there's, uh, you know, parties and stuff afterwards. But like James and I have both experienced this thing because you're content creators and you put yourself out there, just trying to go to the toilet means you've got to walk and, and the toilet might be a five minute walk away, but you bump into like, oh, so many people and they want to hug you and say hello, which is wonderful. But if you've got a full bladder, you need to consider that because <laughs> it takes half an hour to get to the loo. <laughs> 
yeah, you really do. And I think the other element to it as well for us, certainly if we're creating content, is that you know we we're kind of it's such a fantastic opportunity to get so many people together that I I feel the pressure immediately that I need to get around and be trying to sort of you know trying to speak to as many people and, and creating creating content as much as I can. So and of course, whenever you do that, you're in that sort of switch on mode. So you know you, you have a, a different kind of I guess a different slightly different persona when you're creating this stuff. So yeah. it's 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 wonderful, but yeah, definitely uh, something that probably need a few days to recover from after this. I don't think. <laughs> Yeah. So we're on, we're on the last day today. It started on a Monday. We're recording this on Thursday, and today's the last day of um of the events. But there's, I'm I'm you're heading home later on today, aren't you? On Thursday. That's to, right. To yeah, Manchester. we've got a few, more, a few more talks to attend. There's yep. still still plenty going on today, actually. So although we're doing the booth sort of closed down and what have you, there's yeah. plenty more going on. But yeah. And I'm in Vegas until Saturday evening when I when I fly home. So we'll have a bit of downtime tomorrow. Um, I've not left the hotel. <laughs> Casino. I mean, the place is an absolute maze anyway. Uh, if you've ever been to Las Vegas and the casinos, it's built to keep you in the casino. Have you tried? Have you tried to leave? I have I not know. tried. <laughs> and, uh, ironically, Pascal, my brother uh, back in uh, Birmingham texted me this morning. And he said, oh, we've seen on BBC News, there's been torrential, you know, real biblical rain and stuff in Las Vegas. And I was like, <laughs> I'm sure there has, but I haven't seen it because I've, I've not even been in it near a window for about 24 hours. So, yeah. I but... was going to say, is it true that that there are no windows and there are no clocks so that you can't tell how much time you've you've actually spent yeah. when you're in these places? James was telling me something interesting this morning as we were walking up. Tell me about the oxygen. Yeah, so so comps here have very kindly put on an oxygen bar, which is great. It's, it's really it's, it's a master stroke that we, you know, anyone can access. And I was sat there yesterday, actually it was great rejuvenating myself and uh, chatting to the lady who was running it. She said, "Oh, do you, you realise that you know, all the casino floors are actually pumping oxygen in just to keep mm. people up, you know, around the clock, spending their money." <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> so tell us more about this oxygen bar. So what what do you buy from from that bar then? It's, what does it look like? It's it's kind of bizarre. It looks like it's kind of a um, sort of scientist's lab. So you have the sort of the uh, the sort of the, the boiling pots of different different coloured ones. So you've got like eucalyptus, like a citrus one, and it's kind of like she kind of sounds a little bit like a drug dealer in the way she sort of says, "You want like um, you know, what, what what do you need? Uppers, downers, and then you kind of you kind of pick your flavour, and then you all sit next to each other. I think it's five stools at this bar, and you sort of attach what you'd find in a hospital. You know, two sort of Problems up your nose and a, and a, and a feed coming out of this little bubbling pot so it's 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 surreal but it works you know a few minutes later yeah you've got to bring it springing i've back. got to give this a go today you already had a go haven't you but i haven't we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll take a photo and put it on instagram and share it up there so we just want to assure everybody it is oxygen nothing else we you know it's not like the hangover Absolutely. Be, so. yeah, yeah. yeah but that's not the only thing that's been going on right so i mean we've, we've seen some amazing talks i found myself and i have to admit this i moved to tears twice in Mick Ebling's uh, yeah. talk at keynote it was absolutely fantastic. So Impossible Labs, yes, yeah, it was very cool. Just talking, it? yeah, I mean that was incredible. Some of the work he's done, just taking on, you know, helping people who have no no movement at all. You know, literally just sort of reuniting families by enabling members who are suffering for what was the um, condition? It's ALS. They refer to ALS. It in America, isn't it? Yeah, so right, yeah. enabling them to Lou Gehrig syndrome. I think it's known as right. Well, so, yeah. Uh, to communicate again and, and for him to be able to paint, which is something you know, yeah, because he was um, uh, the, the person who was helping is uh, an artist, isn't he? And he was yes. like bedridden uh, now as a result of the disease. And he just spoke, told an inspiring story of this like homebrew technology that they were putting together to do things to enable this person to speak to his brother again and to do art and things. So, yeah, there, were, there wasn't really a dry eye in the, uh, the house after that one, but an amazing example 
of the real world practical applications of technology for changing lives. You know, we're not just talking about uh, Twitter and threads and all of that baloney and stuff. We're talking about yeah. real technical, uh, you know, applications to change people's lives. So, yeah, really amazing. I think I'd, I'd urge anyone to go and check out Impossible Labs on YouTube because, I mean, it, there was quite a few video inserts in the presentation and yeah. uh, there's some great content out there on it. It's, uh, it's, it's incredible. That you're talking about the homebrew stuff. I mean, it literally has a pair of sort of, you know, cheap sunglasses with yeah. a, what looked like a Logitech webcam kind of pointing. Yeah. It was, it was and a, you know, a small, small processor board and, and whatever it was, you know, some code yeah. to pick up on Iris movement. And that was it. I mean, you know. It's just incredible. And obviously there's loads of conversations about artificial intelligence and, and things. But the great thing about Comptier is, you know, obviously there's a huge managed service provider element to it, which is our bread and butter, but it goes beyond that. So there's the, you know, I attended a really good um, session yesterday by Tracy Pound, our fellow Brit, who we refer to as the Supreme Overlord, but she's, uh, it's because she's the uh, the chair of the Comptia uh, Committee. So we're really proud of Tracy, but she did a session on um, uh, marketing, um, which was, uh, you know, and, and it wasn't the usual stuff. It was getting back to basics and talking about lifetime value of clients, how to attract clients, how to retain clients, things of that nature. But there's been conversations around all sorts of technology here, artificial intelligence, uh yeah it's just a sprawling event anything that you want to talk about there's people here who, who will come did you you were in jason's session weren't you so jason nick from shartek uh yeah. i don't remember everyone on the panel but uh, yeah. i know sean Lardo was hosting a session and so there was some great actionable stuff in there about finding for msps finding a vertical and making sure that you know focus on that vertical get yourself to one of their events become the expert in the room yeah i mean we've heard we have heard that kind of stuff before but yeah you know. i think right the, the brits uh and i'm not just saying this because we are brits uh on, on the call here and, and pascal you're an honorary brit of course but uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the brits have been stand out uh here so tracy pound uh you know is chair of the the comptia board she has been on stage a number of times and um you know really put across a you know a good account of herself she's got such a presence but our friend jason kemsley uh, of uptime solutions has been on tub talk with us a few times before as james said he was doing a session yesterday uh, a panel session on um sales uh for managed service providers uh, but it went well beyond that it talked about you know how to really engage with customers um how to onboard them effectively to make lifetime customers and uh, again, you know, just fantastic content. So, yeah, head, yeah, kudos to the Brits because um, uh, they've really been standing out from the pack here. Yeah, definitely. No, I, to I totally agree. And I think um, Jason has some great stuff around uh, using you know, during the onboarding process, using like uh, sort of emojis to measure emotion rather than necessarily necessarily another KPI. So just to understand, you know, perhaps the customer is going to experience some kind of pain at some point when they onboard with you because there's you know as you would there's a lot to there's a lot to do it's a big adjustment but if you can actually just keep in touch with okay how are they feeling at this point we, we expect them probably to be there's a slight sort of it's not buyer's remorse is it but there's a slight dip in maybe enthusiasm for yeah, the project and just being aware of that and then kind of compensate the honeymoon effects are sort of wore off and then you have yeah they so jason was explaining how he knows it's going to be a bit of a drag and so they use this emoticon system where, you know, to let the team know it's probably likely at this place, at this point, that you're not going to have a sad crying face, but you are going to have maybe a grumpy, frustrated face. And to bear that in mind when you, you're dealing with the client. So uh, we'll have to get get Jason on the podcast to talk about that specifically, because it's uh, it was a really good session. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, absolutely. So I was thinking, sorry, Stephen, um, Ash, I was going to ask you, have you been to Las Vegas before? Because I've been to Los Angeles and I didn't have enough time 
to get you know to, to las vegas but have you been yourself me yeah um yeah um so 10 years ago um i went on a trip to um california and i went to, went to see the grand canyon and so on the way uh i went through um kind of death valley and then las vegas um i was only there for one night but it only really takes one night um <laughs> if you've got the right guide to kind of have a fantastic time so i went down uh fremont street and uh, i had, had my picture taken um at the big uh welcome to to las vegas sign um but then there was a turn of events because um i uh well i i ended up in a in a limousine and there was a bit of a free bar situation going on so um to cut a long story short uh only because you don't remember much of it that's all only that's because i can't remember so it pretty pretty much uh i i managed to find myself awake at four o'clock in the morning uh only to realize i had to be up at 8 30 to do this long trip to to, to the grand canyon and so uh i i was on pretty much pure coffee for for the rest of that day so yeah but yeah, absolutely fantastic really time yeah. really really good yeah i think a day is the right amount of time for Vegas. <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> for some people and said that i was going to be here for well i was due to be here for the better part of a week um talking of uh, and that they're like wow you're going to be a changed person by the time you leave but uh, talking <laughs> of turning then Pascal, you and i were texting i was due to arrive in here on um sunday evening I didn't get here until Monday evening because okay. my uh, British Airways plane, just as we were about to take off, we were literally uh, taxiing up, you know, to rev the engines and go. There was an almighty bang, and apparently uh, a stone from a previous plane had smashed the windscreen uh, on our plane. So we had to taxi oh back. So we spent about three hours on the plane before getting off, uh, and then it was a hotel overnight stay and that. So, um, yeah, not not the best start to the trip, but... Uh, all in, all in the the the, um, the theme of Vegas. That uh, the unusual happens when you get here. <laughs> I was going to ask you, James, because you mentioned a moment ago, or when we started the conversation about the pressure, or the, the you feel under pressure to attend maybe the sessions to create the content to meet the people. Add on to that element of jet lag or being somewhere very very different. So, do you have a bit of a routine to make sure that you know you don't overstretch yourself? I think what I've done this time actually. So I was at a show uh, here in April. So I've been lucky enough to do to do two this year for Channel Partners, and I I came into it with a, an idea of who I wanted to talk to, but not really a proper plan that I sh perhaps should have done. And this time I really did my homework. So I, I knew uh, Richard helped with some of the sort of highlighting some of the, the talks which we should be, we should be in, um, but also just exactly from the you know from the community who we should be talking to. So I. I felt so much more prepared coming in this time in terms of just, I, I kind of knew what the run was going to be. As always, you know, it's the case, of, as you say, walking around, you bump into someone, oh, wow, I definitely need to have a chat to you on video. So can we do something? And so it's the ad hoc stuff. But I think that that preparation this time has really helped. And I, I can see I could probably build it out even more actually for next time. I wouldn't come into one without that now. <laughs> Don't see it as a big difference this time. So, yeah. Uh, particularly with a, with something of of that magnitude as you've described um i mean obviously you know forgive me richard your viewers and listeners will be familiar with your work and and, and your kind of your mission but just going back to to you james and to akamai linode 
a quick refresher because I remember uh, by accident I walked past your offices in Paris, but that was a pure accident um, some some weeks ago. I know enough about your activities to be dangerous, but can you remind us again what you do as an organization and the link to this event in Las Vegas, therefore? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, so you, you may be, uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of the listeners perhaps, but um, so Akamai acquired a cloud computing company for $900 million last year. Um, and basically, their their standards or portfolio over the years has been what um, they have the world's largest CDNs. So many of the websites we're browsing, you know, they've come across the, the the sort of CDN network. So it's the world's largest distributed network, enterprise grade kind of security tools, but very much an enterprise focus. And the mission now with the sort of the cloud computing capabilities is to be able to deliver that same uh, what you, you know sort of the hosting, the Linux hosting, whether it's so. It's, it's essentially, you know, it's virtual private servers in, in data centers, but then to be able to propagate that across this fantastic backbone network and thousands of distributed sites. So the link for me is that there's a really good fit between Linode, the company acquired in terms of sort of, you know, the, the customer service, um, sort of the price point, um, the fact that it's very easy to use. So for MSPs, it's uh it's it's kind of a no-brainer really so it's only one of the markets we service so it's we we sort of target msps digital agencies um dev agents and managed hosting providers um but but we're seeing some great traction in the space with msps using us for everything from you know it could be simple websites and things you know, wordpress and so on but also we've had some great chats with some of the guys here actually about some of the uh Kind of, I wouldn't say new technologies, but perhaps new technologies to the space in terms of like sort of Kubernetes and sort of container orchestration and that kind of stuff, which isn't necessarily the right fit for everyone, but it's certainly a topic that MSP should be aware of. So, yeah, plenty, plenty to talk about here. I, I feel. Mm, thank you. That's that is great. So, um, have the pair of you both been been speaking on 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 stage? Then I imagine that can be draining on top of the travel and having to meet loads of people um having to kind of switch into that mode where you're actually uh being very authoritative and uh and actually delivering um that that content to the to the attendees um and i know that richard was um doing a talk on mental health um how did that go down and um did you enjoy the experience? It, it was incredible. Um, so the, the session, CompTIA very kindly invited me to join a panel session. Uh, it was called Triumph Over Adversity. Um, <clears throat> we said earlier on about the tears due, during one of the keynotes. Um, it, it was a hugely emotional setting. So long-time listeners to the show will, will know I've alluded to my mental health challenges with clinical depression um, and things. So there was three of us on the panel. Uh, there was Desiree, there was my old friend Scott Scrogan, who I've known for 20-odd for years, and then there's myself. Desiree was talking about family trauma um, and things of that nature. And Scott has said, I've known Scott for 20 years. We have never, ever spoke to each other about this, but Scott revealed that he's uh, he, he battles with a bipolar um, uh, diagnosis. And so each, each of us talked. I think the key to it for me um, was that we talked about our coping strategies we talked about how by most people's definition of success, you know, we are seen as high achievers, but what people see is the highlight reel. They see all the successes that we, we get through. They see the things that we do well. 
they don't see you know sometimes you know the, the hell that we go through you know and there were some very sensitive topics we talked about you know um suicide and um you know some really deep things there i was incredibly nervous um because you're given a lot of yourself you're showing incredible vulnerability um but the the good news was you know when the session ended um there was a uh, there was a lot of tears both on stage and in the audience we we got a standing ovation and uh, which it, uh, i was blown away i'm used to people crying during my presentations but not for that reason <laughs> uh, yeah said we got a standing ovation and we've had so many people come up to us afterwards and say thank you for sharing it made a difference to me i've had people stop me in the corridors in you know in tears and give me a hug saying thank you for sharing i'm going through something myself and uh, the people at comptia um, shared with me they'd never had a standing ovation in a in a breakout session of that nature uh before and uh, you know i i think it, it will go down as all credit to comptia for shining a light on a very delicate subject but one that needs to be tackled and, um, you know, I think it's, for me, it felt like a bit of a change. We've done stuff. Stephen, you and I have been on stage in the UK. We've um, uh, talked yeah. briefly about mental health and things. But this was a session all around some very difficult topics. And for the American audience as well. Um, uh, so it just really heartwarming. It was draining, I will tell you. I got, I'll say to James, I, I, when I finally got time on my own, I, I'm not too ashamed to admit um, you know, I burst into tears and the, you know, the emotions all came out, um, not only of sharing my own journey, but speaking to others who shared their journey as well. But uh, yeah, Desiree and Scott, who were on stage with me, were incredible. Uh, and yeah, I, I don't know what more I can say about it other than it was incredibly moving, incredibly rewarding, but incredibly draining as well. I hope we made a difference to people. Fantastic. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you did. Thanks very much for, for for sharing that. Listen, I'm just checking the the time. Sadly, you know, we need to kind of wrap this up. I mean, I'd love to talk to you longer because just you know, full more. Uh, don't you agree, Stephen? Like, absolutely. You know, I wish uh, I was there. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so people so have been asking about you, Stephen, as well. Well, we've been. Oh, brilliant! Wow. <laughs> Your reputation has said spread uh, nationally, so internationally, I should say. So people, Thank you know, you. especially the property community, <laughs> people love you. So uh, yeah, we'll have to get you across here next time. Definitely. So before we wrap up with some final questions for you, um, anything else beyond the oxygen bar that you may have noticed that uh, would be kind of, kind of an oddity to uh, to us viewers and listeners? Well, we should mention we went out Tuesday night, didn't we? Um, we hosted, uh, Lenode very kindly hosted a meal. We've glossed over that completely. We, we've glossed over that completely. But yeah, James <laughs> uh, and I had a conversation and um, uh, we put together... Uh, you know, James and his team put together, I should say, this meal where there was myself uh, and MSP legends, Eric Simpson, Carl Palachuk, you know, which is, uh, I, I was excited about it. Those are my two tech heroes of myself. But uh, the Loomberry's dinner, and we went to um, Flight Club, didn't we, at uh, the Venetian, which some people might be familiar with, for an evening of darts, beer and food. That was it. And it was such a nice informal setting. It was, uh, for me, that has paved the way now. I felt like I mean, massively privileged. I have to say thank you for to you for, for pulling it together. We wouldn't have done it, wouldn't be able to do it otherwise. Um, but that really for me, with my sort of bender head on, when you're looking at okay, how can we get the most from an event, that intimate time with uh, just a small number of of you know, your sort of 
they're our target audience at the end of the day. They're, they're sort of selected MSPs. Yeah, but about 20, 25, was it? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, which so, felt, like felt like a good number. I think any more probably wouldn't have had a chance to really get really yeah. get around. But it but it worked, you know, so much better than I would say, you know, sort of the booth time, yeah, which is sort of yeah, limited and so on. So yeah, we'll definitely be doing more of that kind of side event, I think, probably arranging events that kind of, you know, perhaps either free days or evenings or whatever it is, but around the bigger conferences that are happening yeah and i've got to say even channeling my inner eric bristow i completely made a fool of myself on the Oki. i'm not going to share where i finished in the the rankings at the end but it was it was in the top half of the the bottom half <laughs> <laughs> yeah superb well listen uh before we let you go we're gonna ask you to take part in the team top travel log quiz it's all about Las Vegas. We're going to start with you, James, and move on to, to you, Richard, and then Steve, and you're also taking part. So okay. <laughs> question number one of three. James, can you name a movie that is taking place in Las Vegas? Uh, oh, this is going to be... I'm going to be so poor at this. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be... Uh, the Hangover is Vegas, right? Well, is that your answer? That's my answer. Oh, yeah. Oh, one, point, one point for James. <laughs> Richard, you can't name the same film now, so what else have you got taking place in Las Vegas? I've never seen it, but the obvious one that jumps to mind is Leaving Las Vegas with Nick Cage, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Not the most cheerful movie to watch. So Stephen's getting harder for you. Uh, the only one I can think of that hasn't, that hasn't been named is uh, Ocean's Eleven. Yes, that's yeah. right. Well done. One point each. You could have had Rainman as well. Diamonds of oh, Forever. Rainman, yeah, of course. Casino, of course. Yeah. Fools uh, rushing. Yeah, that's an obvious Yeah, <laughs> 3,000 miles to Graceland, and now you see me. Um, I mentioned, actually, James, a moment ago, getting back to you, that I walked past your French offices, not far from the Eiffel Tower, which is a real one, not the copy in yes. Las Vegas, <laughs> or whatever that thing is in, is in Blackpool. So the one in Las Vegas is 165 meters, but it's shorter than the one in Paris. James, can you hazard a guess the height of the Eiffel Tower in Paris? Uh, so it's 165 meters here. I'm going to go 250. Okay, Richard? 310 metres. Stephen? Uh, 385. 385, sorry. 85. The point go to Richard. The height is 330 metres. Uh, so 310, yeah. Richard gets it. One point for Richard. Okay, final question. Las Vegas, also known as Sin City. But actually, Las Vegas, what does it mean in Spanish? James. Oh, I'm going to have to pass on that one. I haven't got a clue, Pascal. That's a horrible question. What? I'm going to say something around desert, city city in the desert or something like that. All right, Stephen. I think I might know this. I think it's the meadows or something like that. One point for Stephen. Yeah. So now there is a bonus question just for you, James. You can get 10 points for that one. Okay. This is, a, this is a question sent to me by the team, actually, Team Turb. Have you got any gossip or dirt on Richard? What he's been up to in, in Las Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> You're breaking up there. We can't hear you, Pascal. <laughs> he's been a model of perfection. Well, we, I don't think we can do it. This is not, well, we, we can't be sharing this stuff on Tumblr, I'm afraid. <laughs> I would say I James has been very diplomatic, but what, what we've got in Las Vegas is mutually assured 
destruction here, so we we wouldn't dare say anything <laughs> about each other. What's Vegas? Vegas? Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, yeah, doesn't it? Of course. So yeah. And with those words from Stephen, I want to thank you again for the invitation, <laughs> Stephen, and thank you to James and Richard for sharing a bit of what you've been up to in Las Vegas. Over to you, Stephen, for closing up this call. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure, Pascal. It's It just leaves me to thank uh, our guests, um, Richard Tubb and James Steele of um, Linode Akamai, or Akamai Linode, whichever way. Um, and I hope you guys enjoy a safe journey back and uh, enjoy what's left of your stay there. Thank you, Dave. Thanks so much, guys. Good to chat. Take care. Bye-bye. team this is Richard again just one more thing before you take off and that is MSP Insights now every Tuesday I share my thoughts on the business of IT with you the managed service community thousands of managed service providers already subscribe to MSP Insights it's easy to sign up easy to cancel MSP Insights is basically a short email from me every Tuesday without fail with advice on growing your IT business plus cool resources I found discovered or started exploring that week it's kind of like my diary of cool things and often includes articles or books I've read, tools I've discovered and events I think you'd be interested in, often sent to me by my friends and Tub Talk podcast guests. So if that sounds fun, a short tiny bite of MSP goodness every Tuesday and you'd like to try it out, just go to go.tub.co forward slash Tuesday. That's gogo.tub.co forward slash Tuesday. Drop in your email and you'll get the very next one. Thanks for listening.